0: My name is Masindi Musahana, I'm with my wife Tami Musahana from Gate Ministries London. I want to extend a special welcome to Gate Ministries London family at this time. Because of the current environment within which we live, with the coronavirus and the number of restrictions that have been placed on us, here in South Africa, for example, the government has uh, declared a state of disaster and we are not able to congregate as a church, but we still have a mandate to dispense of the word of God and feed his people, even as Jesus had instructed uh, to Peter in the book of John to say he should feed his lamb. So we need to be found dispensing of doctrine so that people may grow into that stature of who Christ was
1: amazing you such an honor and a privilege for us to share the word of the Lord you know we're truly grateful for this time truly grateful for the means of being able to to communicate with people even though we don't see each other face to face but we we feel the connection because we're not natural only naturally connected but we are also covenantally connected
0: Hebrews 12 verses 26 and 27 speak of a shaking and another shaking until such time that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. If you look at what is happening in the world currently, I'm sure you will agree that there is a shaking that is taking place. Mm -hmm. Government systems are being shaken, our health systems, um, financial markets, financial systems, even personally people are being shaken. But I also want us to be cognizant that of the fact that this is also a time of shaking in the house of God. Mm. Mm. God allows calamities such as what we are going through currently to bring His people, to test His people and bring them back to His ways. And what is encouraging is to know that God doesn't allow these to condemn His people, mm. but to cause His people to come to a place of repentance and return to that original place of His original intent for their lives.
1: You're saying now it's not punitive. Yes. Uh, God's judgment is not punitive as such. Like it is in the book of John, chapter 3, verse 17, Mm. whereby it says God did not send His Son, Jesus, to the world to condemn the world, but so that the world might be saved through Him.
0: Yes. We therefore need to, we, we need not waste this time as a time of just staying at home and doing nothing. This is a time for us to introspect, you know, and to allow our minds, our thinking, our ideologies, everything concerning us to be tested and everything that is not of God to be removed until we are made, our lives are made of that only which God want, wants to be in our lives. and. To, in order to achieve that, the testing, we cannot test our lives without the word of God. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible says, men shall not live by bread and bread, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God.
1: Meaning the measure, the measure of Allah, the standard, mm-hmm. is the word of God. Yes. I, I would agree with that because um, the grass withers, you know, everything comes to an end but the word of God. So we cannot make, base our ideologies, our way of thinking, our way of doing things from things that are temporal of this world, of this world. But rather, base our ideologies and our understanding, our reference on the word of God.
0: Yeah, because it is eternal, you know, heaven and earth earth will pass away, but the word of God will remain. The word of God was there in the beginning, you know. Therefore, whatever we build must be built in compliance with His Word and the heavenly standards. I'm actually thinking of of Noah Mm -hmm. and how when God was ready to restart, Mm -hmm. He would use a righteous man like Noah. Mm -hmm. And He didn't just use him. He gave him specifics. He gave him instructions Mm -hmm. on how to build during that time so that he may be sustained during the flood. Um, Genesis 6.22 tells us that Noah did so according to all God had commanded him.
1: We have been given a pattern. We have been given the Word of God for us not to go through this life, you know, uh, in any way and anyhow. The Word of God is, is that particular instructions. On each and every area of our yeah, lives. There's no how area of to, our lives that on, is on how to covered. live. Mm. So these, these are times, you know, whereby we need to go back to the world. Mm. And to show the
0: seriousness of that, in the book of Hebrews, mm-hmm. you know, when Moses, when God spoke to Moses about building a tabernacle, mm-hmm. he said to him, Be careful, <coughs> make sure that you build according <coughs> to the pattern shown to you. Mm-hmm. So there is a pattern in the Word of God, and it's that that same pattern that we need to extract from His Word and build our lives with, you know. Mm I mean, today the world is so full of, um, there's so many ideologies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But those ideologies are not eternal, they are not, in in times of shaking, they are shaken. Mm -hmm. The only thing that cannot be shaken is the Word of God. Now I'm saying all that because today I want us to focus on a particular aspect in this building. Mm-hmm. The other day we were having a devotion in the morning and we were reading from the book of Timothy, 2nd mm-hmm. Timothy chapter 1 and um, it opens with a beautiful exhortation mm-hmm. where Paul speaks to Timothy encouraging him, you know, encouraging him to fend the gift of God which is in him. Mm-hmm. But what I found interesting was that he says to him, for god has not given us the spirit of fear he's encouraging timothy instead of saying god has not given you he says god has not given us you know a spirit of fear and that opens our eyes to the fact that there is a spirit that god has given to men, you know and that spirit is not for us to be timid to be fearful but it is a spirit that causes us to live in a particular way you know live in power, you know, live a well-balanced life, live with discipline, you know, live with self-control, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, in Romans 8, in verses 14, we hear, the Bible speaks of this Spirit again, actually the whole of Romans 8, it's, it's expounding on the Spirit, mm-hmm. one we are told that as many as are led by the Spirit, you mm-hmm. know, and it's one Spirit, it's the Spirit of God. In Isaiah, Isaiah expounds on how that Spirit manifests, Mm -hmm. but it's the same Spirit. Mm -hmm. So it is a Spirit that leads those who are called Mm -hmm. sons of God. So our lives at this time, one of the things that we must weigh and check about our lives is what leads us. Mm -hmm. And the Spirit of God will not lead us anywhere else but to His Word and to Him.
1: And it, it affirms our identity in Him. Mm. It affirms who we are in Him, because in the very same verse, verse that you, you you spoke mm. of in chapter eight of Romans, it affirms who we are. You know that when it's in us, whereby we cry out, Abba, Father, mm. it actually says, "But you have received the Spirit of adoption, mm. you know, by which we cry out." Abba Father, so by us being able to cry out our Father, there's our identity right there, because we are adopted into His family. Then we cry out our Father. Gives us identity who we are. That's the.
0: Yes. So when we are saved, actually, we are not just saved to go to heaven one day. know, mm-hmm. what Jesus did on the cross, among others, was to bring us back to where. We belong. Mm -hmm. Luke chapter three tells us that the intention of God uh, with Adam Mm -hmm. was that God created Adam as His a son. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, the Hebrew word used there is Ben, means uh, one who builds the family name. You Mm -hmm. know, and I'm saying that so that we are aware that when we're talking about a son, we're not talking about. A particular gender, mm-hmm. but the Bible uses it for those who carry the Spirit of God and uh, live their lives to fulfill the purposes of God. You know, And what I like is that the Bible says if we have the Spirit mm-hmm. and if we are children, then we are heirs mm-hmm. in God. So, so there's so many benefits that we have in God. Mm-hmm. And for me, one of the scriptures that really, really Knocks the fact that we are as home is the um, um, parable of the prodigal son. Yes. You know, and um, when he thought he could make it on his own and left, mm-hmm. and he lost everything and everything withered. You know, when he came back home, he came back knowing that he, he to him, he did not deserve to be called. A son of his father anymore. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Actually, he said, you know what, when I go back, it's fine. I just want to be within his confines. Mm-hmm. And even if he calls me just a servant, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. But what God does for everyone who comes to that place is he restores us.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The, the, the prodigal son was restored to his rightful place as a son in the house. And the benefits, mm-hmm. you know, of who he is were also restored. Beautiful story. Beautiful. Beautiful. So, who we are, you know, our redemption, therefore, does not just make us church members, but it makes us partakers, you know, and with Christ in that inheritance that God has for us. God's intention is that for every man must become mature, you know, must grow in this nature of his son christ must grow in us until we come to a place of maturity. The book of Ephesians says it nicely. It says, when you get there, to that place of maturity, when you are a full-grown man, you know, you are no longer an infant. You are no longer tossed to and fro, you know, with every teaching and doctrine and deception. You are led, as we said earlier on, there's a spirit in you that is able to hear the sound of God, you know, and walk with God.
1: So what you what, what are saying so far is the Word of God primarily is the standard. Yeah. And in the Word of God, by the Spirit of God, we are told who we are. Mm-hmm. Us as the children of God, as sons of God, genderless ten. So now, as those kind of people, you are now alluding to the benefits that we yes. really as sons of God, you know, have in Him.
0: Thank you. I also want to highlight this. I I, I want to always bring us back to the context. We said it's important to introspect at this time Mm. and reform and bring our lives to where they rightfully should be. Mm. It's because one of the ways we are going to overcome during this time is not looking outward for a solution. Mm. Whether we find a vaccine, or we find a cure, or we live with this thing for the next, you know, few years, our victory and overcoming, you know, and living a life that is uh, strong and overcoming on the earth is going to depend on knowing ourselves and knowing that which we carry rather than trying to find a solution out there. First John 4, 4 actually tells us that we are of God, you know. And you have overcome because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Mm -hmm. So when we know who we are, we are able even through these times to walk and overcome. One of the words that encourage me, you know, in times of difficulty are the words that David spoke in Psalm 23 when he said, Even though I walk in the valley of the shadow of this, so we may walk through difficult times, but when we know who we are, we know that we walk with God, who is greater than our circumstances, and there's light at the end of the tunnel.
1: Meaning, uh, David, the way he was saying it there, mm-hmm. it was not about him trying to chase darkness away, mm-hmm. or trying to chase difficult times away, mm-hmm. or the COVID-19 away. Because he said, even though I walk during that time, mm-hmm. I will fear you no know, it so for us at this time it's very important not to focus on saying i i come against the economic crisis or i come against the virus it's not about the virus it's about us how are we built where are we built Mm -hmm. whose are we that's what we mean when we talk about reset reordering our mindset the way of thinking just exactly like david david was not like I'm um, looking forward to light. He said, even though I walk through the veil of darkness, I shall fear no evil.
0: Yeah, just as I, as I close that subject, as we come to a conclusion today, I want to encourage us with these words from 1st John chapter 5, verse 4. It says, everything that is born of God, overcomes the world Mm -hmm. and the world here does not just speak about the physical environment Mm -hmm. but it speaks of overcoming the systems it speaks of when shaking comes Mm -hmm. what is inside of you you find that you have something in you that is that cannot be shaken Mm -hmm. something that withstands the test of time Mm -hmm. that is how we should position ourselves on the earth so that as we build during this time we don't build things that crumble you know economically And otherwise ah, you know that your help comes from him, you know, and Mm -hmm. that no matter what you go through, you can overcome. But I want to leave this thought with with us Mm -hmm. that we are going to now tackle in the next um uh, what you call sessions. That the quintessential feature of living life as a son of God is that you have no opinion. Of your own mm. you, know, you, you you do not build to according to your words mm. according to your knowledge or knowledge that you borrow from the systems of the world mm. you build your life you build your patterns according to his word you know? yes. it's like you become nothing yes. and he becomes everything, everything. to you mm. uh, <clears throat> my pastor always challenges us this way he says we need to come to a place where we do not have a perspective Except a Biblical perspective mm-hmm. so everything that we are and everything that we do needs to be tested through the word, word of doctrine mm-hmm. it is challenging but I'll tell you when you see those systems being built in life it's so rewarding mm-hmm. so this season is a season of introspection and I want to say to you perhaps the things that we are saying you could be saying well I've been a Christian but um, I've never seen myself as a son mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or some, some person may be saying, well, I'm hearing these things for the first time. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't even know that God looks at us as part of his family. And mm-hmm. um, It's not men, it's not us, who will convict you. Yeah. But it is him, through his spirit, who is able to convert us. You know, to convict us and cause us to come to a place where we rightly stand in him. At this point, I think I, I would just like to pray with you and encourage you to go through the word, to go through the scriptures. Allow this to be built on you so that you know who you are during these troubled times.
1: Can I, before you pray, can I just read this last scripture as you're going to pray from John 3.16 that says For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. Everything that we are saying now we are moving from an, a point of view of love you know us loving the word of god and god loving us through his word by sending his son jesus who was in the beginning with him who came as a, as a word of god him himself
0: oh well, thank you let's pray lord we thank you for who you are thank you for what you are building in us Lord, we thank you that as we walk with you, as we let go of our own opinions, as we let go of our own ideologies, Father, you are able to to fill us with a spirit that Jesus spoke of, that causes life to flow within us. Our Father. I pray that um, everyone listening, Father, that today you may revive your spirit in us. That spirit that affirms the fact that we've been adopted, that Lord, we are not orphans, we are not far away from you, that you have reconciled us to you, and you see us as sons, my Father. And your desire is that we grow to be exact representations of who you are, even as Christ was, my Father. We bless you this day, and we pray that you strengthen your people in every area of their lives, oh God, even as we go through these trying times, that they may find themselves, our Father, standing in that sure word of prophecy that even as we go through this rally of the shadow of death, that Lord, we may not fear anything for you are with us. You take care of your own. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.